How are we going to let the Chiefs get a free play in the middle of the game? Makes no sense. What looks to be your savior in Brock Purdy now down. I, don't, I didn't even know who Jack Johnson was. Josh Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zach Wilson should probably be in the Pro Bowl over Tyler Huntley. <laughs> you pull more middle-aged women viewers. With Huntley? No, no with Zach, oh, Zach Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 yo! Welcome to episode three of From the Stands podcast. If you can't tell, I'm getting over a cold, so I got hardly any voice, but I'm still bringing the energy today. Yeah, really? Energy, <laughs> well, I'll help, yeah, what's up, guys? What's up? It was a great weekend. It was mm. a good weekend. Good weekend to watching football. Amen. My Niners, unfortunately, are... Bang, bang, Niner game. Bang, hey, look. <laughs> look, look, look. Brock Purdy gets hurt. First drive of the game, you've got your fourth string quarterback in. At one point, didn't they have C Mac taking snaps? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, not much else you can do. Yeah, literally. Like, what else are you going to do? Jimmy G down. Trey Lance down. Your what looks to be your savior and Brock Purdy now down. I don't. I didn't even know who Jack Johnson was. Josh Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clipping it. That's a singer. Damn it. Oh Lord. And then Purdy had to come back in with what ended up being a torn UCL. Poor guy. Yeah, that is very unfortunate. Screwed. I could tell he couldn't throw when he came back in, though. Screwed my Thrive Fantasy parlay because Debo <laughs> only got three catches. Yeah. You got the under on Purdy, though. I did, but then I missed <laughs> I had the over on Joe Mixon, too, and he got about 14 rushing yards all game. So, Yeah, that was a bummer. Unfortunate loss for Lance there on Thrive Fantasy. I only put 10 bucks in, though, and that was half of my – Deposit that got doubled, so I'm not really worried about it. Not too pressed. No. But Eagles defense did show up in that game. Like I said, they would. That defensive line, very, very strong. Jalen Hurts looked amazing. Nothing bad to say about the Eagles. Kyle Shanahan should have challenged that catch, though. That wasn't a catch. Which one? Devontae Smith. Oh. No. (laughs) I don't know. That could have changed the game. That was fourth and – I think it was fourth and six, and he didn't challenge it. Questionable, but does it change the final outcome of the game? I don't think so. I mean, they wouldn't have got their first score. If they didn't get their first score, maybe maybe Purdy doesn't get hurt. Maybe they drive down the field, go up 7-zip. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't think it – I still don't know if it would have ended very well for them at the end of the day. That defense from they the were, Eagles, the Eagles came to play. The Eagles were firing on all cylinders that whole entire game. There's not really much you could have done. They were picking them apart the whole game. Like the Niners' defense just wasn't there. I don't. I wouldn't say it wasn't there, but they were on the they were on the field for most of the game. Well, they were hurt too. Fred Warner, like the first drive, right, dislocated his arm or something. Yeah. Uh, what's so, his name? And then Nick Bosa got banged yeah. up. Nick he got Bosa. fucking cleated. You see his his knee was bleeding the entire game. Yeah, on that play out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah, everything that could have went wrong for the 49ers – Went wrong. Yeah, I think that's Murphy's Law. <laughs> Still one hell of a season, though. A great season. Definitely got farther than I think anybody thought they were going to make it coming into the playoffs with Brock Purdy. Does that raise the question, though? Is Kyle Shanahan the biggest choke artist in the NFL? Because he can't finish anything. Seems like. I mean, we went to the Falcons 28-3. to He went up against Mahomes in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Lost that one. Now oh. made it to the championship game. 
He's the lost that one. I don't. I wouldn't the say second he, biggest choke artist of all time. Number one's Brandon Staley. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that this year was a choke. I don't think they choked against the Eagles. They were never supposed to be there this year, so I'm not going to say he choked that one. But I will say, yeah, he's he's up there with the best of the best. <laughs> Hall of Fame choke artist, exactly. <laughs> choke Lana, and then Bengals Chiefs. Uh, I don't feel good about that. NFL is rigged. NFL is rigged. <laughs> How are we going to let the Chiefs get a free play in the middle of the game? Makes no sense. On a pivotal play, too, third yeah. nine. I mean, it ended up not really mattering. But they got the first, didn't they? No. They uh, didn't? Because they got a penalty, and it was like third and 22. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they had to punt, but it just goes to show what Roger Goodell is willing to do for his Patty Mahomes. I think I the uh, professional sports referees across the board had the definitely had the Chiefs and the Celtics on their parlay for this weekend. Based on Celtics the 100%. <laughs> Celtics 1,000%. That was atrocious. That was one of the worst calls I've ever watched. But it was fun to see LaCry baby. <laughs> bounce up and down on the floor like a four-year-old throwing a temper tantrum. Like I was like, dude, I get it. It's a bad call, but Jesus... You're a grown man. A 38-year-old man, too. 38-year-old grown man. Like, man. like he's fresh out of college. Yeah, he's not a rookie, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, bro, you've been in the league long enough by now. You've had enough calls go your way. You can let one slide. And then bad. you sit on the ground? Let's talk about the hit that ended the game for the Bengals, though. Mm. I don't know. What are you thinking there, man? Yeah, I mean, that lost you the game. Out of field goal range. I think not enough time left. If he doesn't, If he doesn't push him out of bounds, that game's going to overtime, and... We've got a completely different game there. I think that's just vintage Bengals, though. I mean, you look back at their playoff games before Joey B got there, they always seem to fuck it up in the end. Yeah, that was a Vontez perfect type Vontez, play. I think yeah, Vontez perfect Pittsburgh. I think that's you gotta kind of, yeah, you gotta kind of chalk it up to. You gotta think about this guy was going two hundred percent to this play, right? And at the last second, he just decided like just nah. something, something he had he to had just a, blacked out. He had already <laughs> taken. Like both feet out of bounds. Both feet were out of bounds. He had already it doesn't taken matter a step at what point of, of the game as, as well himself. I do not care w- at what point in any game could any game. You can't do that. That's a mental mistake you can't make. Because it was he hadn't like his front foot hadn't just hit out of bounds and then you excessively shove. No, he Bro was, was two, feet two out three of bounds, feet out of bounds. And you're standing out of bounds yourself. Yeah, and you it's it can't happen. Like it, <sighs> especially, I mean, if you're gonna do it. Do it right. Knock the, <laughs> knock the motherfucker yeah. out of the game. Exactly. Don't just like fucking. Well, it wouldn't have him. made it wouldn't have made a difference at that point. Yeah, that's true. But that point, that field goal. Help out the too. Eagles. Yeah. All I'll Fair say, enough. we'll be back. <laughs> There's no worries. Joe Burrow will be an all-time great. Steelers are running the North next year, though. We're winning the division. What quarterback? Kenny (laughs) fucking Pickett. Bull fucking shit. You're lying. You're a liar. A liar. Mitch Trubisky might be better. No, I'm calling it now. Kenny Pickett. You need to check your pants, bro, because you're full of fucking shit. Not happening. Not happening. If the Steelers win the fucking North next year, 
I'll shave my fucking head. <laughs> okay. I will shave video. my hold on, hold on, hold on. head. We got you on video. Come on. Uh, you got me on video. Right, we'll take the video then. There's no way in hell. Mm-mm. No way in hell. Two touchdown pro bowler Tyler Huntley will win the North. Pickett <laughs> does. Oh man, that's such a bad pick. Like, is that how bad? Is that what the Pro Bowls come to? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a flag football game, so fair enough. At that point, you don't. At least the Eli, at least the Manning brothers are heading that. I think Zach Wilson should probably be in the Pro Bowl over Tyler Huntley. (laughs) (laughs) He'd pull more middle-aged women viewers with Huntley. No, No, with Zach Zach Wilson. Took him a minute, but we the got whole it. the whole process was just laid out right there. Yeah, <laughs> oh my I'm God, waiting on you to pick up on that one. But hey, guess who's in the lead now in the pick'em? Oh my God! I sold the bag. I sold the bag. I'm no longer him. I split that role with my boy Lance here. We are him. So last week, you know the picks. What did we end up going, Joey? How many did you get? You got four or three? I got three. Lance, you got four. Yeah, I went four and one. My Longhorns let me down, sadly. Gosh, I was a Bengals win away from undefeated. Yeah, a perfect, a perfect week. A perfect week. Three and two, week. three and two, three and two, and then four, and four and one, one this week for for Lance here. I got Lance. you. I'll y'all. So it ended up being a decent week for everybody, and we got our picks coming up this week. If you want to go ahead and list them off. All right, it's a little bit of a lighter week since the Super Bowl is not until next week. But the first game is an NBA. Classic. We got the Heat and the Bucks. Did you just say an NBA classic? It's probably gonna be a classic. It's a regular season game between the fifth in the Eastern Conference, sixth in the Eastern Conference Heat versus the Bucks. I don't think it's gonna be a classic, but there's only one way to find out. I'm taking the Heat. Oh, that's bold right there. <laughs> Ballsy. <laughs> I'm riding with Greek Freak Giannis all the way. Bucks. I'm not betting against them. I'm going with definitely you. not. De- definitely not betting on Jimmy Butler. Mm-mm. I'm going Bucks. Jimmy Butler's playing well. The Heat look like they've looked the past couple seasons. They look like contenders, but nothing crazy, nothing scary right now. And Giannis is playing out of his freaking mind. I'm riding with the Bucks. All right. I guess I'm. We on got a lone wolf. Um, switching to some college basketball. For a couple matchups, um, Texas and Kansas State. We got Texas back in the rotation this weekend, and uh, I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna pick them to oh. lose again. Oh, you son. Let's go Wildcats. All right, all right. I'm gonna go Kansas State. I can't. I can't. Horns on up, Texas. baby. Horns up. We gotta. We gotta redeem ourselves from last week. <laughs> Going horns all the way. I gotta rock with Kansas State. All right, I'll take that island. Horns right, down. Horns, horns down. Up. Horns up. Uh, another Big 12 matchup. We've got Kansas and we've got Iowa State. Um, I don't know much about Iowa State. I know Kansas has been playing well. So I'm Kansas gonna, is out of their minds. I'm gonna roll with the. I'm gonna roll with the Jayhawks. I don't know anything about either team. I'm going Kansas. I'm going Kansas. This one's a tough one. Iowa State's coming off two straight losses. Tough loss in OT against Texas Tech. You've also got Kansas, who's two and three in their last five. Not looking very good either. I think they, last I checked, they were up tonight. This is a Tuesday night, by the way. So, Kansas is up right now, I believe, on Kansas State. 
Um, that's a tough one to pick, but Kansas recently in their last five, one of their wins is against Iowa State. So I'm going to pick them again to beat Iowa State. We're going. We're going Kansas. Pre-game, I thought, or not pre-game, pre-pod. I thought you were going to take Iowa State. Not even going to lie. I, I thought know. I was I going to plants on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're uh, switching back to the NBA. We got the Warriors and the Nuggets. Um, I took it the Nuggets to lose last week, and they blew a big lead to the Sixers. And I like the Warriors. I'm going to take the Warriors to beat the Nuggets. I was wrong on the Nuggets last week. I'm going to double down. I'm going Denver Nuggets. Got to love it, man. I'm going Warriors. Joe, you're going to be on an island this week. Nikola Jokic is looking like another having another MVP front-runner year, but Steph and Clay are getting hot out in the bay. I think they're ramping up for the playoffs. It's time for, for the Warriors to get back atop the, atop the West. I think they're taking this game against the Nuggets. I know you almost didn't say East. <laughs> I did almost say East. <laughs> this is the game that's going to put me over the top when the Nuggets win. Really? Mm-mm, it's all right. I want to announce our last matchup for the week because I picked this one specifically because – this is one of my favorite sports, and I knew the rest of the guys didn't know too much about it. UFC Fight Night. We got Derek fucking Lewis versus Sergey Spavak. I'm going to start it off by saying his old ass, bro, come on. He's getting to that point. I got a question. Is Derek Lewis the one that said the, the one, my, my, my balls are high? My balls are high. Derek Lewis's balls are high. He's a menace. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bro has the best post-fight interviews. Trump told him he needed to knock out some Russians, so he knocked out some Russians. <laughs> I don't know about this fight. I'm just taking the American homegrown. I'm going to take Derek Lewis. I got a feeling about Spivak. That's a pretty pretty intimidating name. <laughs> I know he's 15-3. and three. He lives pretty close to Russia, so I'm, I'm going to take that guy. <laughs> uh, Derek Lewis is, what, 38 now? Something like that, 37, 38. Pretty, pretty old. He's getting there. I just, I don't think, man's a menace to society. He's a great guy to the sport indeed, but I just don't think he has it in him. I think the young kid's going to come out on top. He's got a longer vert than him, though. He's got a longer reach. Not vert, reach. Sorry. <laughs> so confused. Let, let, the, let the brain go for a second. He's got a longer reach. Well, Derek Lewis, I mean. But I think the young kid's just going to take it. We're going Spavak. I'm rocking with my boy Derek Lewis. He's coming off only his second ever back-to-back loss in fights. He's looking to avoid his first three-fight losing streak of his career. He's coming up on the end of his career. Spavak is a ground-and-pound guy. He likes to get on the ground and control his guys and just hold them there for the entirety of the fight. Derek Lewis, historically, does well against these types of guys, and I think it's one of the last fights, if not the last fight of his career. And I think my boy's coming for the KO. I think Derek Lewis by motherfucking knockout. By motherfucking knockout. It's like me saying by 20 at this point. His balls are hot. His <laughs> balls are indeed going to be hot somebody's after gonna, that fight. Somebody's going to jump out by a couple points, I think, after this week. We've got a bunch of, we've got a bunch of islands. It's going it's to be a good islands. week. All righty, boys. Let's move on to our awards. NFL awards and predictions. Finalists finally came out this uh, last week. Um, MVP, we've got Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Justin Jefferson. I would love for it to be Jefferson 
interesting list. But yeah. I think instead of MVP is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Player. Not rookie. Offensive Player of the Year. Here we go. Um, I don't like taking Allen or Mahomes. Um, I'll take Jalen Hurts because when was the last time the Eagles went 14-3 and three and made their way to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson does not belong in that conversation no. because he disappears in the playoffs when he actually matters, when it matters. I know Kirk Cousins is a pretty shitty quarterback, but, I mean, come on, 47 yards, unlike – I don't think he caught a pass. He caught 25 yards on the opening drive and then did shit else the rest of the game. I think he had, like, Allen, one, one reception after Allen that. choked in the playoffs. You can make an argument for Burrow, but I think Mahomes kind of proved he might be a little bit more valuable to his team. But I think Jalen Hurts, I love his story, coming from Alabama, getting benched in the national championship game. People didn't even know if he was going to be a starter, I guess, this year, based on some rumors in the pr- or before the season started. He comes in, he goes on a run, clicking on all cylinders. I mean, I, I know he got hurt a little bit, but, I mean, I feel like Hurts is the obvious answer for this one. I'm going to agree with y'all. Battling through injury and everything else and leading the team the way he did. He also had people to throw to all season, helping his numbers out and everything else. I uh, don't agree with Allen. Justin Jefferson shouldn't even be near that question. And then uh, the only other obvious pick would be Mahomes, but I just think Jalen Hurts is going to come out on top. Well, we all know the MVP is a quarterback award. Exactly. It's kind of come to be known there. So Jefferson being in that conversation is just, you know, kind of a random throw in there just – throwing a random fifth name in there. Wasn't a ton of great elite quarterbacks this year. I think it's hands down Hurts. I think most valuable to their team this year, having their team where they're at, coming off a season, excuse me, needing a big season this year um, after the Eagles trade rumors, or not trade rumors, after the there was rumors that the Eagles would draft a quarterback in this past draft. Jalen Hurts came out and proved all the doubters wrong and was like, I'm going to make it happen this year. And now he's got his team in the Super Bowl. So I think that got to be your MVP. Yeah. Well, Defensive Player of the Year, we've got only three finalists. We've got Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, and Micah Parsons. Um, Me, personally, I think Chris Jones shouldn't be here. I think Max Crosby got snubbed. That dude's been balling. All year. Balled last year, too. And he's just, it's because he's in Vegas. I don't think he's getting the respect he deserves. But I'm going to take, I'm going to take Nick Bosa. 18 and a half sacks this year. Best player on the best defense in the league. There's not much else you need on his resume this year. Like a 2018 Aaron Donald type resume. Yeah, I'm taking Nick Bosa, too. I feel like Michael Parsons. I know he had that uh, defensive rookie of the year last season. I don't know. I feel like he just gets a little bit too much, too much talk. Maybe that's just me. I'm a Cowboys hater, but <laughs> I feel like he he's not really all that he's hyped up to be. He kind of disappeared in that uh, that playoff game too against Trent Williams. That matchup, he kind of got fucked in that one. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. I think Nick Bosa leading the 49ers the way he did, as many sacks as he put up and everything else. I'm just gonna have to go Bosa. I'm definitely taking Nick Bosa again. I don't think there's as in previous years, I don't think there's much of an argument for this one. Eighteen and a half sacks. He was the most dominant defensive player in the league this year by far. 
Not much you could do to stop him. Double teams. The man is an absolute freak of nature. I think he's what six three, six four, two hundred and sixty pounds, nine yeah. percent body fat. Absolutely absurd. Put up one of the best seasons in recent memory by a defensive player. It's got to be Nick Bosa. I think if he stays on pace this way, he might be another member of the 20-sack club next year. I don't remember the last time we had one of those. It might have been J.J. T.J. T.J. had one. T.J. did have one. T.J. tied the sack record all time. Really? And I don't think there's, I don't think there's much of a discussion for offensive rookie of the year either. I mean, there's only one clear answer, right? Yeah. He plays for Bang Bang Niner Gang. <laughs> Big Cock Brock. Big cock. Brock Purdy, baby. Dude's a stud. We'll give him that. He's we an all absolute know. stud. There's nobody else on this list we even really need to talk about. I will say Kenneth Walker. He had an okay season. He was the surprise. Kenneth Walker had a breakout season after what seemed like 20 different running backs went down for Seattle this year. Kenneth Walker emerged. And by the way, thank you, Kenny, because you proved – Absolutely. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You helped me win a few matchups this year in my fantasy football uh-huh. league. You came in clutch. I also got to trade you for a couple nice pieces as well toward the end of the season. So, to you, my man, you're the fantasy offensive rookie of the year in my book. And I think I think Garrett Wilson would have had a better shot at this if Zach Wilson didn't. If they didn't have to play 14 quarterbacks. Zach Wilson up in New York can bust into flames. But yeah. And the then, MILF, um, the MILF hunter. Our final prediction for the awards is going to be comeback player of the year. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to take Saquon. I know Geno got them to the playoffs, but Saquon, after, what, two, three years of saying, oh, he's a bust, he sucks, he'll never be as good as his rookie year, came out this year and put on a show and was, other than Danny Dimes, was probably the reason – that those boys got into the playoffs. I was going to take Saquon, but I'm not going to take him anymore. I feel like this is probably the hardest award to pick, though, honestly. Most definitely. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey, though. I feel like okay. coming back, going going back to the Panthers, right, not really on pace to have as good of a year as he's had in the past, and then getting traded and absolutely going fucking bananas with the 49ers his first game. I think he had, what, was it a passing, passing rushing, receiving touchdown? His yeah, first game with the Niners. Yep, and then I feel like he's like a, the clear. He was the clear leader, one of the clear leaders on that team that led them through the playoffs for sure. And I feel like, I mean, Gino. Gino had a great year, but I mean, he didn't win shit. So. <laughs> See, I'm gonna go ahead and go Gino Smith though. Just, just everything he did for the Seahawks this year. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm feeling. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna be on a little island, going to underdog here. You're not going to be on an island. You going with me? I'm going with you. After the after watching him this year, he injuries he and to prove. team after team just didn't look like it was ever going to work out for him. And then he comes and takes a Seattle team that everyone thought was starting their rebuild after trading Russell Wilson. Because he's a bum. He's Russell a Wilson bum. Is he's a, a bum. cancer to any team he goes to. He is horrible. Think they're rebuilding. Think the Seahawks are entering rebuilding era after trading Russ. Everybody's like, oh, the Seahawks are going to suck this year. Geno comes out and takes them to the playoffs. I don't think there was a better comeback story in football this year. Rocking with Geno. I got a hot take for you real quick, though. That last game, the Seahawks played the Lions, and it took them overtime to beat the Lions and make the – oh, wait, no, it wasn't the Lions because the Lions played the Packers. Rams. It was the Rams. 
If the Seahawks lost that game and missed the playoffs, Geno's not even a finalist for comeback player of the year. Which I mean, they should have because there were some, there were some, there were some shady calls in that game too. If you watched it, there were some shady PI calls that went the Seahawks' way, and I mean, and then that last ru- that last uh, ex- unnecessary roughness call was yeah, low. yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. He almost lost to Baker Mayfield. He almost, <laughs> Baker Mayfield almost ended that guy's season. Oh God, Baker Mayfield. I man. still think he's comeback player of the year. Can you imagine that storyline? Baker Mayfield on the Rams helps send the Lions to the playoffs. Is he going to end up staying on the that Rams? Where's he going? Is he going to fight for the starting spot? I predicted he earned himself a backup spot on the Rams with Stafford because I don't think he's good enough to start somewhere else. But he thinks he is, and I think some coach out there will take a shot in the dark. Don't I don't know. So. I think he plays back up this year to Stafford with the intent of trying to start the following year for the Rams. Because Stafford's on his way out. Yeah, Most definitely on his way out. He got what he needed. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. After playing in fucking Detroit for his entire career. Mm, that's... <laughs> he would have <laughs> ever see that commercial. Hot take, he's a Hall of Famer anywhere else. Stafford? Yes. Yeah, because he's got a... Better team to put up better numbers. When he's got, he's already got good numbers. Yeah, he's still got stats. With a better team, he puts up even more numbers, though. Exactly. Puts up ridiculous numbers. Still with the NFL, Broncos hire Sean Payton. I called it on the first, I think the first episode I said the Broncos. You might have. You That was funny. You texted us today. You were like, I called it. I was like, damn, I really did not expect him to go coach anywhere. It's funny because it wasn't even a hire. It was just a pick swap. Yeah, that was a crazy <laughs> never seen a team swap picks for a coach. I was like, what? And he's not even coaching the Saints anymore. They just sent the Saints like two draft picks for a retired coach. Well, because he's technically still under contract by the Saints. I think the last one might have been might have been Belichick that they did that. Yeah, he's a he's Well, a, he retired, a, but his contract ran through. Well, how does that work with are they gonna have because like he he's still getting paid by the Saints. But he was, but during his contract, he was like, "I'm tired of coaching. I'm gonna go be a Fox analyst." So, and then was like, eh, "I'm tired of being a Fox analyst. I'm gonna go coach Russell Wilson in Denver." I think that's just what Russell Wilson needs. Russell Wilson, a swift kick in the story. ass. I was gonna say a right hook, but a swift kick in the ass will work too. Bold take, comeback story. We got it on camera now. Uh, Broncos are gonna win the Super Bowl next. Yeah. Year. Broncos are gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just think they're gonna. Be, they'll be a playoff team. They're going to be second in the division probably, and they'll make they'll a, be a playoff spot. team. They'll be a playoff team. But I don't think they do as much as I hate to see him. I love the Broncos, but I just hate Russell Wilson. There's just something in me. Couldn't have got a better head coach anywhere. Definitely not. No. That was a great pickup. Yeah. And, I mean, the Texans got their guy, but I think <laughs> the it's Tex- – Whatever. The Texans, Texans are poverty at this point. <laughs> yeah. The Texans are just going to be the Texans. They got who they could. I mean, yeah, I think not many people want to go coach there anymore. I'm no, not. he. It's not like the premier, not the premier spot. The main reason D'Amico Ryan's took it, I think, is because he played the majority of his career in Houston, and he's trying to give back to that community, and he's like beloved in that community. He's trying he's to volunteer, but out of pity, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's probably gonna be the same thing they did with David Cully and Lovey Smith. They're just, hey, they're gonna. He's, vol- he's volunteering uh-huh. his tribute, bro. Think they're gonna use him as a bridge, like a bridge coach. <laughs> get him through a rebuild, and then send him <laughs> away. It's gonna take him more than a year to get through that rebuild. <laughs> but, up on that one, um, <laughs> I don't know. They're just 
they're hiring all these different coaches to be like if I could whistle right now, I'd do like the whistle from it. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> they're so I'm lost. the only one that picked up. Yeah, they're completely that. lost. I heard it. It was just so stupid. I was trying to get on with the content. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> he made a Hunger Games reference. Yeah, it was, was like he volunteered his tribute and did like the uh, finger thing. The fingers. <laughs> I think it's just uh, going to be another, like... Another placeholder for the Texans. Another experiment. Oh, he sucks. Uh, oh. We're gonna I think the him. Texans will eventually get moved, like, out of Houston. Out of Houston? Houston. Where, where, where would they go? Not fucking Houston. <laughs> what if they know. made him their first, like, internet? I know the NFL's been wanting to branch out. I was thinking out. the same thing. Why they don't could you send them to London or yeah. something. Send them to London. Get send them to, like, uh, Tijuana. Can you I was going to say Canada because they're Toronto Blue Jays, but they already have the CFL and everything else. I mean, they're right there. Put them in Tijuana. The Tijuana Texans. That dog. Would the, that would be lit. Yeah, you kind of can't do that. <laughs> Can you imagine Bryce Young calling, calling plays in London? Hello, governor. <laughs> they could name them. They could keep the logo and name them the London Longhorns or something. Ooh, Longhorns. that would be lit. That would be lit, even though it, goes, it has nothing, nothing to, do. to do with London. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are they going to name them in Toronto, though? Yeah, the Toronto Texans. <laughs> <laughs> the Toronto Taps. Ooh, the Toronto Taps. Man, come on. So what other head coaching jobs we have left? Is it just the Colts and the Cardinals? Um, Hopefully the Chargers. Oh, uh, yeah. No. I mean, the Falcons are still looking for their defensive coordinator. Dean P's retired. Mm. I don't know who they're going to go after. I don't think Dan Quinn's taking interviews anymore. Well, I don't think he's going back to Atlanta, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we already tried that and it, it failed miserably. Down in a to the tune of twenty eight to three. I know somebody was interviewing today. I don't remember who it was though. I don't know, I did see that. Didn't write it down though. I, I kinda woke up at six PM, so I haven't really seen anything <laughs> in this world today. I can't is, Harbaugh, is Harbaugh out? Like is he officially out of the coaching race or yeah, Harbaugh's, I think so. He's going Harbaugh's back to Michigan. Michigan. He said he's going back that to Michigan, but I me. keep getting I keep getting rumors from Bleacher Report like Harbaugh taking meetings with, and I'm like, are y'all just trying to ruin this man's life, or is he actually just a snake? That reminds me of that. He just had a baller moment <coughs> a couple weeks ago. That investigation they had of him buying a player a cheeseburger and some fries. Yeah. He went to a Michigan basketball game like a week and a half later, and at the game he was eating a cheeseburger and fries. Absolute troll. Legendary troll. I'm going to throw something out there, and I want to hear y'all's opinions on it. Y'all think Dion ends up in the NFL? Dion Sanders as a coach? I don't know. Like, I, I want to see how he does at Colorado first, but obviously everything he did at Jackson State. Do you think, and if you do, how do you think he does, knowing – Obviously, everything that he played through and knowing the league when he played, do you think he shines if he does make it, or do you think he's a bust, depending on where and how? I think he's better at coaching. Here's the only reason I was saying this, because I think he's really good at coaching college athletes, but I want to know how is he going to do if he does go to the NFL against adults and people who he doesn't have as much like control over their life over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, in no sense. I don't know if he'll go to the NFL personally. I think he likes being able to be like a mentor to these players that are in college and not only teaching them, you know, football, but life skills and really, you know, mentoring all these young men. So I don't know if we'll ever 
see him take that lead with the NFL anyways, but I think if he did it, that man's got a mindset like no other. He I really think he does. W- I think he would excel. I think he's got to coach a few seasons in Colorado first to see, and then the way he carries himself, I think he's a little too flamboyant for the NFL right now. Can you imagine if yeah, he – Yeah, I don't think an NFL if, coach. Can you imagine if he walked up to, like, the jet, like the Texans locker room right now and he was like, I brought my bags in there, Louie. And I'm bringing my guys with me, and you can you can pack your bags because mine are Louie. You get popped in the mouth in the locker room by some, by <laughs> some linebackers. Yeah, somebody would not shit. take kindly to that. Mm. How do you think he does at Colorado? Um, I mean, obviously, this year, it's up to the this year. I think he does like three, four wins, maybe. I mean, that would be maybe. better than their previous seasons. So, <laughs> yeah, but. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to surprise him. I was going to say, I think they're beating T- TCU first six, game of the I year. I think six wins. I think they are. You think they're beating TCU? Yes. Six wins. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Six wins. Six. That was funny. I heard wins. you, and that's great, and all. But nah, this man just said they were beating a, pl- a team who went to the playoff this year. That, that team did not deserve the playoff. Yes, they well, did. They're losing no. their quarterback, and that was their. Main they, guy they besides did, their running. Last year was like so. their year. Like if they were going like, to win something, it was last year. Yeah, I think they're still beating Colorado Ooh, next year. Not with Travis Hunter and Deion Sun. Travis Hunter's overrated. He's not. He is a dog. Travis he, Hunter is a dog. He will be overrated once he gets paired up with some non HBCU players. Once he gets once he gets lined up against Oregon, Utah, USC, UCLA's best DB. I think he's, he's getting he's dusting him. strapped. Oh, I think he needs that first game, and it's going to put him, like, where he needs to be mentally because I think he's going to go into it as he's still playing, like, as he was at Jackson State. You ever watch Destroying? Yeah, I know who Destroying is. That man can ball. Travis Hunter insane. can ball. That, that man is him. All that man does is go up against, like, obviously, that man is him. 1v1s. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not actually, like, Look at some of his high school film, Like, bro. that dude is a dog. Him. Timothy, I don't think I want to drop one more since you you obviously know a little bit about him. When he goes, not if, when he goes to the NFL, is he going to play defense or is he going to play offense, or are they going to let him play both sides of the ball and kind of have him like as a show t- show hey of the M- or the NFL? Nah, I think they're going to. You think they're going to? You think they're going to let him play both at Colorado? No, he's already he's already playing both. That's what they said. Deion's letting him play both sides. Well, of the ball. if he really wants a chance at the NFL and if he really he's wants a chance one. to shine, he's going to have to pick one. And I think. I think, personally, he's a better receiver than he is Almost a DB. Yeah, 100%. I feel like most of those guys in the NFL that, like, they can play anywhere end up being, like, fucking return men, it seems like. Yeah, like uh, yeah. Julius Peppers. They kind of just... Peppers. Wasn't he the DN? Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers. Chicago Bears defensive yeah, line. Yeah, no. Jabril Peppers. I was thinking of Tavon Austin, but yeah, because yeah. Tavon Austin was a college stud. Jabril, Jabril played a lot more defense. I don't think he played much offense though. But he was one. He was one. Well, he did in college. Yeah, but just a little bit. But it'd be it'll be interesting to see what Travis Hunter does. If he does end up on both sides of the ball in the NFL, I think that would be something like that'd be something really cool to see. I, I think that would be, be amazing, amazing to, to see. Exactly, a thousand yard receiver and a lockdown DB. He's like I feel if he does, a man on an yeah. island and a thousand yard receiver. That would be that'd be pretty. Pretty not, pretty special It'd be to watch. insane for the game. I think it would, like, open up a lot more opportunities for a lot of young players, like uh, inspiration in a sense. Like, 
to people yeah, who can do it and just decided to focus on that one thing. There's not many guys that are going to go out there and play I mean, yeah, D-line it's, it's for 60 be, minutes and right guard. I mean, I know that for sure. <laughs> that would be brutal. Like that, not happening. No, you, you won't have knees. Like, they're gone. That's my point. Like, not many people. I don't think he does it for long if he does do it. But it would be cool to see, like, his first two or three seasons, yeah, him playing again, both sides of the ball. It would be amazing. A lockdown DB and a 1,000-yard receiver in the same season. Like, that, w- that would be pretty nice. But you do that, you're not making it 10 years in the NFL. Your body's going to give up on No, you. absolutely not. I'm interested to come back to this episode in a year and see where we're at. I really do want to see. I want to see how we're thinking after Colorado in their season. All right, six wins. Six wins? Is that what you're saying? Joe, what are you going? Lance said three or four. Okay, so I just said the over-under at six. So over-under six. I'm under. going over. <coughs> Lance over? is going under. I'm going over. You think they're winning more than half their games? I think they're winning more than one half One and 11 this year. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many games do they play? I don't know. I mean, they play 12. It's, it's Ooh. You think they're going to win half their game? I think they're going to go yes. like they, seven they big, and five. They're big 10, right? They're big. They're Pac-12. Pac-12. So they got, like, what, Nebraska? No, they've Oregon, got Oregon, They play Utah. Nebraska first, like, game, I think. That's no, what first game's TCU, and then second game, I think, is Nebraska. Nebraska. First three. It is important to note, they went 1-11 and last year. It I mean, is important to note, they did not have Deion Sanders, and they didn't have Travis any Hunter of these five-star recruits. Like, yeah, I don't did you not him. see the people they picked up this year just because Deion's there? Yeah, yeah, but, but look at the like, recruiting class. It's not like they picked up like 10, 11, 12 five-star recruits. That's they exactly picked, what they did. It was no, like they eight five-stars. No, they did Eight and five and four-stars. If they picked up eight five-stars, they would have a top three recruiting class in the nation. They'd have the best recruiting class how, in the no, nation. How many did they pick up? Like, because they, it was a... Not a, eight. It was they like... They picked up I'm maybe, saying five and fours. Maybe two. Maybe two five-stars. Because I know Travis Hunter was one because he transferred. But I don't know. I think they... I, I think it's three... I'll say four, including Travis Hunter. Three or four. And then four. they picked up a couple of fours as well. So I'm going to say eight in total. Like, they picked up instantly. People were jumping in the portal instantly the second they heard he was going People to People do want to play for Dion. I'm going to say my guess is Colorado is going to win four games. Lance? He said four. Is three, or four. three or four. He can change one. the culture, but I don't think in one year, I don't think he can give them five or six more wins in the Pac-12 they're not beating Utah. They're not beating Oregon. They're not beating I think they got USC. Utah, they're they're not beating UCLA. Oh, I think I think they got a solid chance at UCLA this year. Really? Definitely. Absolutely. If DTR stays, there's no chance. That dude is a solid quarterback. We'll see. It's going to be a fun year. USC no oh, shot. Oh, and I don't think Shadur is as good as people think he is either. Shadir. Shadir, however you say it, I don't think he's as <laughs> – I don't think he lives up to the hype either. I think he's a dog as well, but he also has to fight for his spot. Even though well, he's going he's gonna to have a spot like, because Dion basically told every other quarterback to up and leave. Get a fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> is it daddy ball or is he good? We'll see. I guess we'll I guess see. The way, the way he brought it up this early into the season, it sounds like daddy ball. A little bit. I we was haven't even say most we definitely. haven't even had spring practices. He hasn't had he hasn't given anyone a chance to compete. And they've had two or three quarterbacks transfer out. And and you're giving your son all the pressure in a brand new conference in Power Five football. That man does not care. There is not a care in the world for him about that. Yeah, I don't think that's really a big I don't think you're really worried. 
your primetime son. I don't think you're sitting like shaking there in your boots because you're playing Power Five football now, and you just got handed the spot. No, it's I think be, if anything, it's I think be, if anything, you've got a bigger ego. It's going to be tough walking in the packed Rose Bowl next year and trying to win a football game. And I think Cam Rising's coming back. We'll see. I'm just saying, it's just going to be something that we're going to have to watch. We'll see. see Sorry, I guess I'm a Dion hater. <laughs> I guess you are a Dion hater. It's all right. I'm a, I'm a Russell Wilson hater. We're going to switch over to baseball real quick. Two things. One, my Braves signed Snicker to an extension. Love that Thank man. God. As they should. Love that man. Thank God. And I've got a bone to pick with this next one. <laughs> I'm not to get you're, heated. You're the hater. emotions are already. You're flowing. a hater. <laughs> I knew that one was coming. I saw it. I saw it. Jazz Chisholm on the cover of the show 23. Ridiculous. I I guess it's just become like who's got swag and who's got. I think that's exactly what they're shooting. Who, for. Who's got swag and bats 240 for the fourth place Marlins? Yeah, like I just it. And you know Obviously, what, prestige doesn't matter anymore. You know what still cover. blows my mind? You know who's never been on an MLB The Show Dog, cover? If I cough one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I haven't coughed like this all the fucking day. You know who's never been on an MLB The Show cover? <coughs> the apparent face of our league, Mike Trout's never been on the cover of the I, video game. Are you sure? Promise. No. That's insane. I don't, never I don't think that's it. true. No, it is. I'm like... I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive he was on 16. I'm looking it up. No, 16 was um, Bryce Harper, I think. I think you're right. Hold on. Because 15 was Yasiel Puig. But he's struggling. Oh, 16 was Josh Donaldson, I think. He was on the show 10. Mike Trout? Yeah. Or no, 16. 16. There's no way. Yeah. Let me see. It was on PS. Idiot. <laughs> I looked up three, four, five sources, and they all said Mike Trout's never been on a cover. No, wait, maybe, maybe, maybe you're, you're maybe you're right. Maybe you're which right. Maybe that was a speculation. No, People can I Photoshop that, covers. Yeah, too. Which yeah, one most of you definitely. Is an idiot. But I'm almost positive I've seen it at some point in my life on a because I've played all of them. But I think you're right. Either way, how are you going to be the best player in the a, actual game itself and still never be on the cover? You could put Acuna on the cover over him. You could put so many players on the cover. I'd let, I would literally have let you put Soto on the cover before you put Jazz. Tatis? Has already, yeah. I was going to say, he's already been on one, but yeah. Machado? Arenado? Andrew McCutcheon? Yeah, what the, hold on, hold okay, on, hold on. Well, what about Arenado? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Andrew McCutcheon's no. been on one too. But even though, it, oh, whoa, he's back in Pittsburgh. It would be dope to well, see hey, back yeah, in Pittsburgh. Could have had like, all, a, congratulations in, like an him. MVP, like, him his younger years, like through now, type cover. Maybe they'll do that next Rizzo year when he retires. Like the cover will be like him tipping his helmet to the crowd for one last game or whatever. That'd be dope. That'd, That'd be been, dope. I think in that case, the machine should have been on this year's the cover this yeah, year. Yeah, I would have also taken him over. Seven hundred home run club, not on the cover. What are we doing? What are we doing? I was thinking this year or last year. I think Aaron even you could have thrown like a little tribute. Seven fifty five. I think I think they're I think they're going more towards like obviously they're shooting for the youth that plays the game, but I just don't think Jazz love the player. He's an awesome player. Yeah, dope He's dude. Not, cool like, personality. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think his swag that he brings to the game is fun. It's exciting. It's what the game needs. But he 
nothing prestigious about him, and the show cover has always been Maybe like supposed his to be like a prestigious thing for players. His card in the show is like an 86, 84. Exactly. Like it's nothing You're crazy. not even a 90 in the game. How are you on your? It's, how are you on the cover? It's not going to get more people to buy the game because he's on the cover. No, it's not. You know what would make more people buy the game? Don't make the game fucking $60. <laughs> the game's not worth $59.99. It's not worth it at this point. Insane. Same if thing you every want year. you to get on the, on the game, some 12-year-old can't afford the fucking video game. He's got to <laughs> ask his mom. His mom's going to tell him no because it's a waste of damn money. 60 bucks. That is insane. Like... All this is the video games. game. Mm-hmm. I want to know how much they make them for. Video games? Probably like four ninety nine. It's just a fucking disc. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not even that expensive. And most video games are digital now. Think about it that way. Like yeah. All you have to do, yeah, like it's can, a lot of work making the game, you obviously. You buy the game on the, on the PS5. You don't even have to go in stores anymore, and it's still 60 it's bucks. It's still 60 bucks. Yeah, that's wild. Hey, man. I remember when games were like 30 bucks brand new. When we were younger. It was some good times. Dude, I missed the PS2. I missed my, uh, what was that little thing? The handheld the one. The DS? No, PSP. The PSP. PSP. That oh. thing was sick. Dog, I used to play, uh, well, oh my God, PGA Tour or something on the PSP. That was the best gaming device of all time. It was so beautiful, but I was so young and I didn't know how to MLB The Show on the PSP nah, hold was on. I'm gonna hit so lit. More. What was it? Was Madden? it Backyard Baseball? It was like the little characters with a Pablo Sandoval had a character. It was you mean oh, Pablo Sanchez. Pablo Sanchez. No, uh, it wasn't Sandoval. Pablo it, Sanchez. Yeah, that is, that's backyard. Is it? it backyard? Yeah, dude, that game was lit. That was my childhood right there. So that thing was awesome. I missed the MLB games on Xbox. The two K video. The two the dog. Two, the two K. Those were slept games? on. That's heavily saying. slept on. Sixteen. Heavily slept on. Sixteen. I've never played a baseball video game in my life. That I doesn't surprise me. Called the show. <laughs> I thought it was like MLB Live 23 or something. Well, it, takes like, it takes like 748 hours of practice to be mediocre at the game. No, <laughs> so, not even mediocre, less than average. Like, so no one takes the time unless you're a content creator. Yeah, because no it's, it's, liter- it's, it's one of the hardest games it came out. to be like dummy good at. And it's the same shit every year. It's not like it's changing. No, it's just it's the same shit. Yeah, pretty much. I am. A, I'm a pretty. I'm getting pretty Ooh. good at Madden. My last game, I won. Y'all are getting 122 to three. Oh, Dog, Jesus! Who did you play? <laughs> the the computer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still I still won. That Were you playing 15 minute quarters? <laughs> Six. Jesus. <laughs> you played the computer. Oh my god. That reminds me. Y'all are gonna get waxed in that college football game when it comes out. Oh my God! Oh, you drop it all, NCAA. Uh-huh. They about NCAA football is not it. happening. I'm telling you, I'm gonna sit. I'll whoop in, your ass. I'm gonna sit in I'll my room. I'll whoop your ass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a console just to play that. You have one. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in my room and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hobbit in my room for 42 days. I just want the mascot mode. And Fuck y'all. Y'all can do whatever you want. In that video game. Nationally ranked. I'll be using Colorado in that game. You're gonna go three and nine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a solid six and six, Joe. Don't oh. listen to him. You'll be a bowl team, bowl eligible. Seven and five, baby. You're gonna lose to TCU though. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't listen to him. It's okay. <laughs> All oh my boys. god! I think that about does it for us today, guys. Yes, sir. Anybody got anything to add? Um, I don't think so. Um, we do post daily on Instagram, TikTok. YouTube Shorts. Just follow us on all socials, all platforms. From the stands, Pod, FTS Pod. Just look us up on any platform. Leave a like, comment. Y'all got anything else for us, boys? Subscribe to us on YouTube. There we go.
All right, boys, we're out.